Hi everyone, my name is Lisa Green, I am a first year, and I am the Vice President of Religion and Culture at Hillel Society here on campus. And my name is Morgan Limmer, I'm a senior, and I am the Interfaith Fellow. Today, we are so delighted to be joined by one of my dear friends, Emily Tesber. Um, Emily, if you could start off by describing maybe what religious label you would give yourself, or if any, and your year and your major and things you do on campus. Okay, well, hi. Uh, I'm Emily, <laughs> thank you for having me. Um, I am a first year, I'm a policy studies major. Um, on campus, I'm an ambassador of Lafayette. Um, I write for her campus. Um, I'm in dance company. Um, I don't, in terms of like a religious label, I feel like I don't really have one. I guess the closest would probably be agnostic. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of just don't really know. <laughs> Yeah. What were your experiences or exposures to religion growing up? Yeah. So my family, we never went to church. Um, both, I actually had to ask my mom this yesterday because <laughs> I like did not know. Um, but both sides of my family are Catholic. Um, but we never went to church. Um, so a lot of my like religious experiences came from like time with extended family because they were all super involved with like faith um, in their churches. Um, and I was thinking about this yesterday, too. Like, my first, I think, memory of, like, being in a church was, like, in my grandma's church's basement where they were, like, having some sort of, like, dinner or, like, lunch or something. And, like, there was everyone packed into, like, this very tiny, small basement. <laughs> when, anyways, and we were late, because we usually are. Um, and she, like, brought us all to, like, one of the front pews. And I was, like, so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So did you know, like, why your parents kind of wanted to distance you from religion and stuff? Yeah. I, yeah. as for, I don't know as much about my dad, but for my mom, she didn't like, like, what the Catholic churches were teaching a lot of it. She thought that, like, you didn't need a church to, like, talk to God. And yeah. when we moved to, like, the town that we, we like, I'm from now, like, she went to a couple churches and, like, looked around, but she didn't, like, like any of them <laughs> as much. So she was like, all right, I just want to teach you guys like, the same teachings as, like, Christ, but, like, not in a church. Like, you know, like, be kind to your neighbor. Like, right. you know, all that kind of stuff. You don't need to be in a church. She was, she was, so she wanted to teach us that, like, kind of on her own. And, like, she was telling me, like, the other day about how um, she wanted us to be nice people because we wanted to, not because we were told to. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, definitely. Yeah. Did you have any, like, encounters with, like, people who practiced religion, like, when you were a kid, like, in elementary school, like, other students trying to talk to you about religion yeah. and stuff. Oh, for sure. People would, like, talk about, oh, like, you know, at church on Sunday, like, we were doing whatever, whatever, like, you know, at Temple we did this, and I'd be, like, so confused, because <laughs> I never <laughs> had any exposure to any of that stuff, like, I didn't know yeah. what was going on, and I was like, oh, like, they're all having fun on Sundays with their friends, like, why aren't I doing that? But then, then my, a lot of my friends actually were kind of, like, uh, church like I don't right. want to go like <laughs> I have to get up at like nine on a Sunday um so I was kind of glad that I wasn't forced to go somewhere right um although that's like certainly not the experience for everyone I do know like a lot of my friends also really love going to church but some of them definitely like wanted to separate themselves from it yeah it's got to be an interesting transition as you go through school and stuff do you think your kind of view of religion changed like as you got older as you got to college yeah I think this, this kind of probably sounds funny, but I think that, like, as I got older, like, you know, through elementary school and everything, like, I kind of just became more aware of religion. Like, because if it wasn't in my day-to-day -day life as, like, a little kid, like, I wasn't ever thinking about it. Right, yeah. Um, 
yeah, so I guess I guess I became more aware of it as I got older. Um, and I was okay with, like, not being, going to church or something like that. You know, it is right. such a, like, really valuable community for a lot of people, and I think that's really beautiful, but um, I was okay with, the, the, like, my parents' decision um, to not take us there, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, did you... Like, what were your thoughts around it? Like, was it just, like, neutral? Like, they do their thing and I do my thing? Or was it, like, I don't really want to associate? Or, like, what <laughs> What were the vibes there? I think it was mostly neutral. I think maybe when I got older and, like, you know, Catholic Church does some questionable things. So I was like, oh, I'm glad, like, I don't associate with that. You know, I have a lot of people in my life who, like, aren't heterosexual. And that's always been, like, a big thing for me. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of glad to not associate (laughs) but I can appreciate how it's such a sense of like comfort for people yeah um and I think it's really cool like I think I guess one of the misconceptions about people who like aren't religious is that we think that like religious people are like weird or like dumb or something for like for like really (laughs) believing in something but I think it's really cool to have like that amount of faith in something I'd love to dig into because I'm sure there are a lot of commonalities right I feel like the two things religion really gives people are like the sense of spirituality and a community. I feel like you definitely have both of those. So I'd love to know like where those themes show up in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for spirituality, definitely my mom was a big like component of that. Um, you know, she'll like she'll always be talking to me sometimes just like we're in the car and she's like chatting about like this book she was reading. <laughs> like because she does a lot of stuff on her own, like um, to feel connected, so she was definitely a big part, a big part of that, um, as well as I guess something that makes me feel like connected to a higher power, or whatever that might be, is like being in nature. Mm-hmm. I guess because I don't have like a physical location <laughs> to right. go to, like a lot of people do. Like I feel like just being outside and like looking at all these like, you know, creatures and like nature and like or like up at the stars. I feel like that does connect me with like some, whatever is out there. <laughs> I know what you mean. There's such a sense of peace there. Yeah. Yeah. How about community? Um, I guess through, like, my family, you know, like, mm-hmm. when our, like, whole group would get together, it's always a good time. And, like, um, friends at school definitely, too. Um, you know, going through all of, <laughs> like, all 12 <laughs> grades together, you definitely, you know, make some tight bonds. For sure. Um, yeah. I feel like that's probably what my community came so, um, like, you talked a little bit about misconceptions where, like, like religious people think that, like, non-practicing or non-religious people think that they're dumb. But, like, what do you think are misconceptions about, like, people who are agnostic or atheist or something like that? I guess maybe it goes both ways. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, maybe, like, you know, it's kind of like I I think I don't know wait I'm losing my train of thought like maybe you think that religious people I think people who don't practice or yeah 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 like people who don't um, practice religion like are like you know very just like non-spiritual I guess but that's definitely yeah, not the case definitely. I think you cannot you know have like an organized religion that you, sure. you know, identify with or go to, but still be very um, 
really do. And my mom definitely taught me that. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever, in a more, I guess, spiritual or maybe even secular sense, celebrate holidays like Christmas or anything? Yes, we yeah. definitely do. And then that reminds me of my mom, like, probably when I was, like, I don't know, 12. like, do you know what Easter is for? <laughs> like, she's like, do you know why we celebrate it? And I was like, I do. <laughs> but, yes, we, do, we celebrate Christmas and Easter yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but we never go to church. Um, although I think my, my extended family would, does. Got you. Yeah. So during, like, pandemic times, did you do anything to, like, connect with that spirituality or did your relationship with all of that change or something like that? Yeah, I think I actually did spend a lot of time outside during the pandemic because that's, you know, sure. a safe yeah. thing to do. <laughs> and that definitely, you know, like when we lost someone to COVID I or to and to grieve like their loss, I went outside and I just like stood there for a while and just, like, you know, thought about him um, and all that kind of stuff because we couldn't have like a service or anything like that. Yeah. Can I ask who it was? It was... So on my mom's side, um, there's not a lot of people on her family. So it was her, my grandma's cousin, uh-huh. um, her husband, and they were like super close. We saw them a lot, mm-hmm. um, and they were really so close sorry. to my mom. So it was like, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I just seen him too, like in March, right before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so to go and to, like you know, kind of like make peace with that, I think I went outside, mm-hmm. um, and that was really helpful for me just to like take a moment to like close my eyes, and just yeah. like be outside you know that leads yeah that leads to an interesting question Mm -hmm. though um you know do you kind of have any feelings about an afterlife Hmm. i gotta okay i feel like there's gotta be something (laughs) (laughs) to to put it in a very like like it's (laughs) not nothing no i was yeah we were talking about this yesterday with my friend um i have no idea but yeah there's gotta be something i don't know if it's heaven or hell that's very like you know but you know, I definitely believe that there's somewhere where like our souls go. Yeah. <laughs> our souls are too powerful. Like it can't just right, it can't right. just it can't just be black nothingness. No, there's gotta <laughs> be something. There's gotta. <laughs> yeah, there's so much beauty in your soul. You know, in, in Hebrew, it's called a nishama, um, and and quite literally in in the name of that, it's shema, which is listen. I think there's something really that peaceful really about cool. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's one we touched on briefly, but since coming to college, do you think your feelings about religion have changed at all? Um, I guess, like, because I don't, like, practice, I feel like that hasn't really changed, but I loved hearing about, like, your experiences with Hallel, and, like, I'm so excited to hear your services next semester, because oh, I'll definitely thanks. be coming. Um, so, and, like, talking to Zubair a little bit about his family. Um, yeah, I just think it's, it's been very different because there, there were, there wasn't a lot of like diversity in the town where I'm from, like most people were Christian, um, or some, you know, variation. Um, so it's been really cool to get to talk to people more about, um, religion because I, we never really talked about that in high school. (laughs) Um, so yeah, (laughs) Yeah. this is really cool. I'm so glad to be here too, to, to like talk about this. Yeah. I don't know if you've really thought about this, but like. Ideally, in your scenario, how would you want to, like, engage with, like, either faith groups or interfaith on campus? Because I feel like voices like yours are very, very important to, like, the interfaith community. Inclusion. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Oh, my gosh. Well, thanks. Um, (laughs) I, I don't know. I guess, I feel like I might not feel, like, 
welcome at some of those events because like I don't like align with anything but I guess you know I guess making it more clear that like anyone can come or like that kind of thing like I would I'm so excited to go to your services and bagel brunch yeah um yeah I think you're so right it's so important to make it clear that it's it's an inclusive warm welcoming community you know I feel like that's the only way you get a wide scope of people yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah well I like I'm really excited for how things are going to shape up like as the pandemic comes to a close and like things open up on campus and we can start having interfaith events and maybe well not me but like <laughs> we as an interfaith could um like open these events more to the community for sure have people yeah who maybe I don't don't identify anywhere and aren't really interested in like converting or doing it like practicing yeah, a faith but like, just experiencing the community yeah, I feel like you know what, what I also wonder okay so growing around growing up around a lot of Christianity and your mom sounds like it's still kind of connected are there kind of ideas and themes from that you have incorporated to your life hmm. um yeah I guess my mom always talks about like when we're looking at, like, a social justice issue, she always says, like, love thy neighbor, like, right. whoever that neighbor is. <laughs> so I feel like I have um, definitely incorporated that into, you know, how I approach the world. Um, yeah. I think, like, a lot of people, well, at least a lot of Christians, because that's also where I come from, um, tend to assert that, like, humans don't have like inner morality without religion and stuff and I know that your like mother was informed by Christianity but I think that like not that we didn't already know this but like she kind of (laughs) proves that we don't like humanity has its own morality like people have empathy people have like neighborly love and that's just an intrinsic human value like and in a way just like that concept itself could be just spiritual I don't know yeah like you don't need to be scared into I you know I think maybe it's the opposite maybe you're loved into it and and you're yeah yeah that's a really good approach oh yeah definitely Uh, I feel like yeah I feel like fear you know isn't healthy and doesn't last but you know your mom really guiding you and being that you know role model figure I feel like that's that's really shaped you for sure definitely yeah Oh, well, this has been so great. Uh, is there anything else before you cl- before we close that you'd like to say to anybody listening? Um, I don't think I have anything to say, but well, I guess thank you so much for having me. I feel like, like honored to be on a religious podcast, even though I like <laughs> don't. It's identify. perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's so um, important. No, we we've been wanting to interview someone who isn't yeah. religious all semester. That was so, one yeah. of our first discussions. We're yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> We need to get non-religious people on here, too, to talk. Totally. Oh, uh, yeah, well, thank you for being so open and for letting us share your story. I think it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, and, well, thank you for listening.